Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the bat blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Updog fella, look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This is Jackie Redmond and you are listening to Missing Curfew. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! A few laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man Obes. What's shaking, fella? I'll tell you what's shaking. It's fella Friday. Fella Fridays. Which means... Fucking let's have some lunch and tea it up, baby, at Big Canyon. But <laughs> secondly, we got fellow tours coming up. First stop is in Toronto. Um, we're going to be there with Crown Royal, and we got some good friends at Kits Eyewear. That's why we're wearing these six, six shades. They're coming to Toronto with us. Uh, unbelievable eyewear, unbelievable sunglasses. I-, I think we look pretty good in these bad boys. Yeah, I-, I would say I got mine on right now. I, I mine. Listen, I wore glasses my whole life Did you? until I was probably – let's just say 25 when i first when i first actually that's, met you that's why you won scholastic player of the year in the fucking dumb, yeah eh? yeah totally <laughs> the net the, the net i couldn't see shit but i somehow scored <laughs> um it took me forever man. i wore contacts I my whole that. life for the kids out there and the adults out there still wearing you know contacts and glasses uh i, I feel for you man but if you do have to wear glasses these puppies are boy roger hardy uh, up in Vancouver, what a legend. Um, Loves the Canucks. Raw Canucks, Roger. Kits.com, these these puppies are blue light for us. So we're on our computer a lot, we're on our phones a lot. The blue light glare, these are, uh, they're a great spec. We're not going to tell you what we're looking at on our computer or phones, but we're on them a lot. <laughs> we are on them a lot. Handcrafted in Vancouver, Canada, and kits for all you Western guys out there. Uh, kits is yes for Kitsilano. Kitsilano Beach. Nice little spot for lunch up there. Uh, what, what, was what was that spot? I used to go there for all my my two-year Avengers after the Hawks. Yeah, local. Bounces. Local. What local Kits Beach. Uh, we always got beat out in in, uh, in May, right? Yeah. Second yeah, round yeah. of May. Weather's getting nice. Mm-hmm. You know, go to Kits Beach. Fucking bang down a couple beers local. Go into Yaletown. My point being, maybe I should have just stayed there. I was in such a hurry to get to Hollywood with you and Lupul that I was out of there after a week. Yeah. But, man, May and June and, and Kits Beach – I mean, there's not many better places in the world. I, I know. Maybe I could have stayed there and worked out with Roger Takahashi. 
And the, and the team would have thought I was actually training instead of just up in the Hollywood Hills. Well, I was training drives, in the Hollywood Hills drives, with you guys. Yeah. Elevation, baby. Elevation up the hills, down Gr the hills. Greener had Raj working us through these that training camp, man. That guy was just putting us through some some heat. I'll and tell you what. I'd leave the rink. I'd go right out to Kits. I'd walk around. I'd get Lululemon, do a little shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I grab a coffee. I was a big coffee shop guy. And uh Van's your type of city. What a yeah, eye candy. Oh head turns, but you know what? Like it's almost I would have loved to see you play there for, for a year or whatever I tried. Turned into like I tried. God, you would have had you might have my my reputation might have gotten dim and dimmered, dimmered, dimmed. Uh down a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been like, yeah, well, Brian, you were something until this Upshaw came here for a year. Oh, yeah, this man. guy was that city. And when you're winning, there's, I mean, look I at their know. first NHL right now. I know. I just, you know what? In the, in, for example, today I, I get a text from Vern Fiddler this morning. He's like, you know, it's a Sheldon Keefe uh, quote where he's like, yeah, we got a lot of great players, but I just don't know who to trust in like late in these games. And that's just like such a huge F you to your squad, right? You know, like when, when your team, like it, when guys are going out late in games and it's whether it's your best players or the guys that are, you know, paid 750 to go block shots and get the puck out and do the simple things, those guys are few and far between now. And that's what like a guy like Fiddler or a guy like you or a guy that's just like really cares about the horn fucking buzzering and you winning the game rather than getting like a late cookie. You know, and, and the game's changed, but Buddy. it's like the quote is, it makes sense. There's no fucking guys out there willing to block those shots late in games. No, and you know what? We can we, we have a segment here called the Missing Curfew Hot Seat, and while we're at it, you could put Sheldon Keefe on that hot yeah, seat. And it's funny. There's a guy out there by the name of Craig Berube. And listen, I, I think Sheldon Keefe's a good coach. I, I think he is. Yeah, I, I really think he is. I think he could maybe use a shot of Ozempic. I think he eats a lot of his uh, <laughs> problems there in the big smoke. You're you allowed know? to say that because... Oh, listen, Ozempic. listen what, I mean, what's the, the hey you know what oh, I put on a ton Ozempic. Oh. it's magic you know oh. <laughs> yeah hey um so Terry Ryan played that game in in, in Newfoundland your home t home province he's on more than Ozempic. Matt Cook yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Matt Cook's the head coach of of the uh, Newfoundland Growlers really? wow. and listen Cookie I can say this because I put a few on myself Cookie's put a few on he's eating some fish and chips down there or whatever it's but all right Hey, Matt Cook, over there. say what you want about him. He was a great player, Stanley Cup champ, but we it's just funny. Guys go either way, right? Like, you, you've probably lost some weight since you played, and you always were trying to put weight on. Kevin Bieksa, Bieksa's lost weight, right? Like, he was always lifting heavy and trying to get bigger, and then there's guys like myself and Sheldon Keefe and guys <laughs> that go the other way where you're like, fella, grab yeah. the short fork. Grab oh, the short yeah. fork. <laughs> but listen, I, I'll be, I, I, think, I think Craig Berube would be a great fit for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I think Sheldon Keefe could get a job somewhere else. I just think it's – and I was surprised when Brad brought him back in. And I get it. Brad comes in. He's got to sign Matthews. He's probably like, God, I don't want to lose my coach too, right? Mm -hmm. The Leafs have enough money to pay his 14 coaches. I don't know. Yeah. I think it might be time. I thought uh, you brought up this weeks ago when Chief got let go, but I think you put – Mike Sullivan on the uh, maybe on the hot seat at the I time. I put Sullivan thinking on the hot seat like, hey, times. if Pittsburgh like, at what point in the season do you say need new leadership? Whether yeah. Sullivan's won the two cups, um, you know, and and been a great coach, but time. I love Sullivan. So you know, we even heard our our guest yesterday, um, you know, a guy that you got in, an old GM friend of yours, say like, you know, at, at any point, like sometimes the coach just loses his message and the guys lose the room and. 
Um, Chief, to me, Chief seems more of a fit for for Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's just that that kind of East Coast uh, that division. I think he'd be good in it. But yeah, I yeah, just think- to, to you. I think Chiefs' personality is probably perfect for Toronto. I think he's bigger than old. Like Fucking I think perfect. Marner, I think Marner would look at him, and and, yeah. and the boys would be like, "Oh yeah. boy!" The same way Vladdy used to look at him. Oh boy! Like, hey, Vladdy, have you seen any of uh, Chiefs' videos from before? Like, you just uh, you, you can't talk to him like he used to talk to Hitch. Exactly. Okay. And and the thing about it is, this is probably a month ago now um, when the Leafs were playing in, in Columbus, your old favorite place to play. Uh, Sheldon Keith came down the bench, and the reason I know this look is because I've tuned coaches out. But I wasn't making – I didn't just sign for, you know, 10 and a half bananas or whatever. You know, Nylander just got eight yep. years, $92 million or whatever it was. And keeps in his ear, and Nylander is just staring out the ice. And as an ex-player, if you saw this video, I'm sure you would agree, he is not listening one fucking iota. He is just like – Yep. So if I'm Brad, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do think Sheldon Keefe's a good coach, and I think if they brought in a Craig Berube – they would be like, oh, man, I, we should have played harder for Sheldon maybe. Yeah. But ah, I yeah. I want to say this up. The Toronto Maple Leafs, I, I would rather, if I was their coach, I'd almost rather them get down get down in a game. When they're trailing and they can go that way, look out. They've cost me more money when I thought the game was over at 3-1 or 4-2. They just don't know how to play with the lead. I know, and that's, uh, again, it goes back to exactly how I started this conversation, which I'm glad we did because we're getting into the hot seat. Hot seat, but, um they just at, at times you have players obes down the stretch in games and and these are the guys that win you playoff games these are the guys that you win championships with that you know and you look back at all the teams that win it's not it's not just Ovechkin doing what he's doing it's it's the guys fucking chipping in on, on the little things man the little things that always win games late uh late in the season or into playoffs those guys the veteran guys you need those guys man big time Big time. So listen, I grew anyway, up. I, 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 I bleed blue and white. I'm a crusty fourth liner. But fucking yeah. wishes he's playing. Yeah, and you were great at it. I bleed. I I bled blue and white. There is zero percent chance they'll win the Stanley Cup this year. Zero, zero. Yeah. But hey, listen, they're fun to win. Matthews, I love that kid's game when they get going. Uh so thank you to Kits, fellow tour. See you in Toronto. We're gonna have some six specs for the boys there. Uh, up dog. Continuing on with fellow tour, we will be in Scottsdale for the wasted management, not the wasted, the wasted, the wasted management, the shattered open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, our friends at DraftKings, we're going to be at DK Sports and Social, the sports book that is right at the entrance of TPC Scottsdale. We will be stumbling in and out. Uh, we will have the missing curfew team here or the hall pass team with us. But anyways, up dog, we got a little promo. We with do the DK fellas. We do the DK sports book at TPC Scottsdale is giving away three sets of ten tickets to Wednesday the practice round February seventh. We'll be there at the Waste Management Open, the Shattered Open. This contest goes live on both DK Scottsdale and Missing Curfew Instagram pages. Rules, fella, are simple. Like the post, follow at DK Scottsdale. And follow at Miss and Curfew. Uh, and then stay tuned to our boy Princey, who'll be posting uh, things as we go on and more info to follow, fella. Love it. Listen, I'm getting excited, bud. Uh, I hear you. I'm, I'm swimming. I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm stretching a little bit. Like, I got back to back fella tours coming up with you. I'm really looking forward to it, bro. Yeah, it's going to come. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> I, like, see it. I really. It's yeah. not just the glasses that, that your eyes are really perked up, but it's, no. uh, yeah, I think it's just that that feeling getting I, on the road i haven't been on the road with you in a while yeah, it's been a minute yeah we're like grown up well you're really grown up I'm, I'm i'm trying to grow up it's it's really hard but listen shout out to our boy pj mckeg 
The big fella at Casey, our boy at TaylorMade yesterday, played a nice round of golf. Feels good, man. I didn't feel good. I won some money off Upshaw for the first time since Christ was a Catholic, it feels like. It's been forever, dude. Uh, But it was nice to get out there with those boys. Yeah. It was really nice. It was, yeah. Uh, The big guy, thanks. Shout out to him for these kicks. These are sick. Hey, can we talk? Those are fire. Huh? Can we talk about how much be- how much better he's got? Yeah, they're fire. Can we can we talk about how much better he is at golf? Yeah, now? the big guy. Yeah, if if anyone out there is like, I hate golf. I just I don't have the time for it. I suck. I shoot you know on ninety five all the time. Our boy, big guy, put in probably a year, maybe two years worth of just traveling a lot, bringing his clubs, playing whenever he can, hitting the range. He's like hitting the range when he's got like ten minutes, ten yeah. spare minutes. His game's gotten better. He was a baseball, you know, he's a baseball guy. He's a pitcher. Never really, you know, wasn't known for hitting. Had a huge baseball swing, arc, and everything to it. Uh, and now his game's good. He digs in. I'll he tell hits you, a what, great ball. He's a lefty. His golf swag is next level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his swag is is really good. So important. Uh, it was fun to catch up with those boys. And I just want to give a shout out to. Uh, Couple. Well, Morgan's been here for for a little bit, but Morgan and Kyle, what's up, fella? Say what's up to the fellas out there. Kyle's gonna be joining the missing curfew hall pass squad. What's up, fella? Hey, how we doing, fellas? Big hockey guy, right? Ducks fan, you poor yeah, bastard. Yeah, sure. Are you a Ducks yeah, big fan? Big Ducks guy, a local Orange County guy, and uh, excited to to be here with you guys. Awesome. Well, I got a little rumor mill for you coming up as a Ducks fan. I might have to get your opinion on it. But oh, here we uh, go. yeah, up dog. Couple of new Felt? pieces of the team. Yeah, yeah. We like to add to the squad around here. Yeah, we're adding to the squad. But yeah. uh, we'll be right back. I'm missing curfew. Up dog, my man, Labatt Blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Welcome back to Missing Curfew, up dog, my man. Oh, oh, dog of the week. The Missing Curfew dog of the week, fella, or the Missing Curfew up dog of the week, whatever you want to call it. Listen, I was talking, watching the Oilers Leafs play the other night. Yeah. Took the Oilers on the DraftKings baby. Fella. Going to get into their, their best player, too, here and get this guy blue light. But dog of the week, I just, Matthias Yanmark, back in the lineup, playing hard. He's kind of a crusty-looking guy, right? Like, he looks like Edmonton suits him. His skin's kind of in one, but he's out there playing hard. And, like, I like this guy's game. I think he brings an element to the to the Edmontoners that they desperately need. So I wanted to give him some love here on Missing Curfew. He's played 30 games. He's only got five points, but he does the little things out there, which makes him the Missing Curfew. Dog of the week. Dog of the week, fella. I might as well throw in a, a guy that scored a nice game winner against the Toronto Maple Leafs last guy's game. For better, Edmonton's, listen, for Edmonton's 11th. In a row, dog of the week <laughs> is uh, our boy Ryan McLeod, the kid. He just started off slow. He couldn't score. Fucking life depended on it. But now he's got six in his last ten games. Starting to figure it out, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He looked good. What a goal! He looked really good. By the Best. way, Connor McDavid standing in front of the net. That's what good players do. Yeah, I I would say. Um, Best I've seen him look in Oilers jersey. I, I always watch yeah. the play. I'm like, this guy in practice must look like Wayne Gretzky. And then you see him in a game, but he's starting to figure it out. And if he can, if he can continue to figure out what you just said, produce, look out. Yeah. Second out. tier scoring, Edmonton Oilers. When it happens, heads up. Yeah, they're buzzing. Uh, get this guy, Labatt Blue Up Dog, presented by our good friends at Blue Light. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Pilsner fella. 
Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, NY, fella. Man, how cold are those blue lights in Buffalo right now? Oh, right? my we God. Got a, we got a game was canceled. Yeah, so I know. Cold. That's going to come up in the milk curtain. Um, but the Bills Chiefs, I believe it's Saturday night. Oh, Sunday Buffalo, night. Sunday, Sunday night. Woo! The blue lights are going to be flowing there. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. What if, a game. If we were going to the Bills. If we were going to that game, I would get a one-piece Labatt snowsuit if I could. Right. I think our, bo- our boy Jason, Jason has one, right? one, yeah. That's where I got the idea from. Yeah. Try to steal his idea. A, a damn, is it all Bills or is there a Labatt Blue on there? I think I thought it was I thought it was all Bills. Yeah, wow. Is but anyways, one-piecer, Labatt Blue. Whether that's warm or not, you still got to rock it. Rock it. Uh, get this guy, Labatt Blue up, dog. Sam Malinsky, young right-handed D-man for the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. which they've needed him because they've been banged up the entire year, which concerns me as a guy who's got the Stanley Cup future bet on him. But listen, this kid... Take this with a great assault, people. Yeah, I was going to say. He's got a little Macar in him. A little. Uh, and he's young. And he's, he, listen, a little Macar in him. He's a right-handed shot. The way he moves laterally, the way he can get pucks through. Three goals, five assists, eight points. Scored a big one the other night against the Ottawa Senators for you when I bet them. Uh, get this guy a blue light-up dog. I think he has a bright, bright future, my man. I'm going to give Jumbo Joe Thornton. Retirement next season, the Sharks decided... Uh, as of last week, I'm sure they knew once he retired that this would uh, this would be happening. They will retire number 19 up in the rafters, and there will be a Sharks alumni game. I'm sure I can maybe wow. Get there it you go, buddy. Okay, just clip off all these alumni teams. That there you I go. Played for, uh, but yeah, you know it's right up the street. Why not? Yeah, come support Big Joe, one of the biggest legends of all time, to play the game. Yeah, one of the best. Um, obviously, a no brainer for them. Listen, I always said if I could be one guy in the NHL, I would like to be Joe Thornton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he's still going the rink. I would love to ask him about what he thinks, honestly, about these teal helmets with the white uniforms. I would like Jumbo's opinion. If anyone in San Jose is talking to Jumbo, please ask him what he thinks about these awful. Who's teal making helmets. the call? He's definitely in Greer's. I mean, he's got to be in his ear. <laughs> Listen, right? Mike Greer's got bigger things to worry about than what color their helmets are on <laughs> the road. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, good on the San Jose Sharks. I can't wait to see number 19 go up there. Up dog. That was a tough barn to go into back in the day. The Shark Tank, I we know. You, uh, get this guy a blue light. Number 97, Connor McDavid. Listen, we're usually giving him blue lights for a sick goal, a coast-to-coast move, a sick apple. I'm giving him for this. Do you see the way he played the other night against the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah, First insane. period lays out a monster hit. Drills, I think it was Matthews down in the corner. Third period, wins a puck battle on the wall, gets it out low to high, goes to the net, Boxes out to the defenseman. There you go. Screens the goalie. Booyah. Oilers win. Yeah, it was Matthews that he took out. Matthews, yeah. It's like, come on. Got to. That's insane. That's the way you got to play. Look out, National Hockey League, if Connor McDavid plays like this <laughs> on a nightly. Like, I mean, this guy, up dog, I'm telling you, it was one of the best shifts I've ever seen him play. So, 97 up there. Get yourself a blue and, light. And Obi, it just goes to prove, like, the first month of the season, like, he wasn't. He wasn't healthy. He wasn't. He wasn't healthy. And, and that's just to say, when your top dog is not healthy, what it can do to your team. We saw that. Now he's full blast with on man on a mission, and uh, like you said, heads up, Showtime NHL when Connor plays like this because it's you're gonna have to elevate your game to even compete because he's playing 23 minutes a night, and you gotta have someone out there against him. And when he plays like that, it's it's heads up. Listen. I think Nathan McKinnon right now is the best player in the world. When 97 plays like that, 
There's nobody that can, can even come close to him. And I love Nate because he plays with that little bit of fucking sandpaper and he will run you over. I'm not saying Connor has to play like McKinnon, but when McDavid does play with a little, uh, yeah. brings a tear to my eye ups. I'm like, this kid, like, if it's just next level. I mean, he was bitch slapping guys around out there. It was, it was unreal. I know. It's a, it proves how powerful you are when, when edges is like your strong point. And look at the way McKinnon skates. Look at the way that when they're on their edges, they're like, you know, it's like trying to move a fucking semi truck. Yeah. Well, Tractor. who do you like better right now? Who would you run with for the rest of the season? Would you run with McKinnon, Rantanen, or would you run with Dreisaitl, McDavid? Listen, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm you're I'm, saying McKinnon's I'm, the best player. I'm an Avs alumni. Those words just came. I'm out an Avs alumni. I know. I'm one and zero as an Avs alumni. I love Kyle Keefe. I love Altitude TV. I love Gabriel Anderson. I would take McKinnon and Rantanen. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they beat him in the conference final a couple years ago, but. Like right now, with the way McDavid's just hitting his stride, McKinnon's been doing it since day one. But now it's like eleven in a row. Yeah, no, I get it, dude. I, get up, it. I hope you know. we get a Colorado. I know, actually, I love Vegas team too. But I mean, a Colorado Edmonton Western Conference final again would be would be magical. But uh, up dog, sticking with this Oilers Leafs games in the morning skate, I saw the Leafs come in with matching all Adidas track suits. They were so National League, it was yeah. sick. Sick. First of all, I was jealous. Why didn't we do that back in the day? Why did I tried? To... I was an advocate for dressing up in cool, like matching fucking Lululemon shit. Yeah, or whatever. Just... Why did I have to wear a suit to a fucking morning skate? It's like a dumb. Loser? So what kind of tracksuits were they? Adidas, Just... nasty. Ah, see? sick, badass, sick. I know that's what soccer players do, and they they're the arguably next to F one guys. Some of the coolest, you know, soccer players, F one guys got the hottest chicks and yeah. make the most money. So yeah, you would put them as the coolest guys cool. for sure, and they all have good hair. They all have, and they get to rock it, no Bucky, yeah. the whole time. And um, in this game, in the third period, I'm sure the blue lights were flowing at Rogers Arena or whatever it's called up there. Rogers Arena, right? Yeah, Rogers yeah. Arena. Yeah. I used to call it. I used to call oh, that was what the, the, that was what uh, you know Rogers in Vancouver. That's why you're probably mixed up. Yeah. Well, it was Rexall in Edmonton. It was Rexall Center. Yeah. Well, listen, there was a chat in, in the third period mm-hmm. where the blue lights were flowing, and it was. Let's go Oilers. Let's go, go Leafs go. go. Let's go Oilers. Go Leafs go. And I was yeah. sitting on my couch being like, fuck, I wish I was at that game. That's all the newfies back fucking in Alberta. I mean, the blue lights were flowing. It was a great hockey game. It made me proud to be Canadian again. Yep. So good on you. Get those fans up there at blue light, which I'm sure they needed a couple of Tylenols the next day when they had to go to work. <laughs> but uh, uh, up dog, that was presented by our good friends at the Bat Blue. Uh, milk carton time fella. Listen, Tuesday night, and listen, I played on bad teams in the NHL, right? So I can say this. I played on TN teams that when the game was on, nobody gave anything about. Sharks, Blackhawks, Tuesday night. The only people watching that game were their parents, man. You know what I mean? If you're watching, if you're betting on the Sharks and Blackhawks, call the toll-free number we got here at the bottom of the screen because you need some help. <laughs> All right? But this is just a snoot. No Bedard. If there's Bedard, I get it. Yeah. But Sharks, Hawks, Tuesday night. Only their parents are watching that one. I'm putting Dude, that game on the Wednesday book night? Wednesday night. That was Tuesday night game. Um, last night, Wednesday night. Uh, Peng, oh, yeah. Peng, sorry. That's sorry. all right. Panger and the boys. <laughs> Panger and the boys got snowed in in Buffalo. Um, you know, and you've been talking about this for a long time about, you know, we had Steve Levy on from ESPN. We love what Peyton and Eli do of a, of a kind of a cyber cast while the game went on. Yeah. Well, Liam and Biz and the boys had to do that last night because the TNT crew couldn't get there. But before this game got snowed in, I just wanted to say, like, with no Bedard, Buffalo 
Chicago, like let, let's move that game off of TNT. All right. Like let, let's, let's be flexible here. Nobody yeah. wants to watch that game. No one, especially me. I, I, and, right? and we have to, cause it's part of our job, Yeah, but they made the right call. Florida, Great Detroit. game, Florida he, overtime game, back and forth. By the way, are my boy Fabs? We're on milk carton time here. The, yeah. the ref that called that little hook on Ekblad with the last minute of the game. I don't know if refs get fined, but you should get fined. Yeah, it got caught. Media get fined. X, X let go of his stick. Eki let go of his stick because it got caught, and the, they still called it, and they scored on a power play in overtime. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's an Put your whistles joke. away late in the game. It's an absolute joke. And, and four on three overtime stuff. Paul Maurice was choked. Eki was choked. When you see Paul Maurice lose it as a beauty, yeah, you know yeah. it's a horseshit call. I know what, a lot of the calls are horseshit. Speaking of horseshit here on the milk curtain, um, <laughs> I got the linesmen's names. I'm not going to say them. I'm not because I can't pronounce them mainly, but I don't want to throw them completely <laughs> under the bus. But listen, I'm watching the Coyotes and Flames play the other night. Talk about a tough one to focus on. You got to put your phone down when you're watching this one. But anyways, there's uh, an altercation where Mikey Kesselring cross-checks a guy Flames defenseman Jordan Osterley comes flying in. They drop their gloves. They square off. I know I've said this every year. It's our podcast. I'm going to keep saying it. Mike Kesterling is trying to make a name for himself. He wants to fight. And these two yo-yos or bozos, whatever you want to call them, come in and break up the fight. Let the boys go. Every one of the Celadon wants to see it because it was a terrible game to begin with. They want to see a fight. I know you got Gary Bettman in your ear. Let the boys go up, dog. These two clowns, you're on the milk carton. Let this guy, this guy's trying to prove himself in the NHL. Yeah. I was that kid one day, many, many years ago. Let the boys go up, dog. You're on the milk carton. I man. love it. Yeah. yeah. I look good with your glasses on, but I really feel the, the energy there. It's incredible. Thanks, fella. Thanks, yeah. fella. Thanks, fella. Good. Uh, we got one last thing here. Uh, it's rumor mill time. It's rumor it's time. mill time. It's getting to that part of the season, isn't it? It's rumor mill time. Getting to that part of the show. Um, listen, we talked about earlier in the week. Our boy Killer goes back to Tampa. Yeah, money on the board has a tribute video. Scores the winner against the Cats. Oh yeah, Julian Breesbaugh, who I have the utmost respect for, and John Cooper, who we absolutely love, says Steven Stamkos is not going to be traded. Which I think is it was probably a good call because I do think the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to find a way to sneak in there. Although it's going to be hard for them. I'm just stirring the pot here at missing curfew. Killer's here. He's living in Corona Del Mar. Hey, Stammer. Come on out, fella. <laughs> Come on out. Listen, the taxes aren't perfect, but other than that, you've already made 100 million bananas. Come on out. Yeah. We'll get you in at Big Canyon. Get you the bacon. You'll be back with Killer. <laughs> we'll get you a golf cart. Stammer, come on out, baby. Come on in, man. Stam coast to the Ducks, rumor mill. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the, the tide's turn for maybe what the Ducks need. They need Tell something. They need something. I mean, I, they I'm built just, a nice little crop of young guys, but uh, uh, you need veterans. You need veterans, though. You we just talked veterans. about it all. Stanley show. Cup winning veterans. You need all. You talked about it all show, and and Stammer. I mean, he still shoots the puck better than anybody. He's still oh. that that guy in the power play, which the Ducks do not have. Um, no, and the, quite frankly, since Getzi's gone, yes, killers come in, but they still haven't fixed any sort of like you know stapled leadership group slash you know guys that that have been to war. They, they haven't fixed that yet. And when you can get, if you could get another Stammer in there to help Killer change the, not change, because there there is a great tradition of Ducks hockey. You know, some of these young guys haven't seen it. But I, I just think, and listen, this is just Mr. Curfew Rumor Mill. I'm sure Stammer's going to stay in Tampa. But I just think it would be a good fit. Yeah. You know. Kyle, what were you saying there about Getzy? 
Well, I'm just saying the boys the boys need a leader. You know, we've we've got we've got Fowler, we've got some other guys, but when you're missing that Getzlov, you're missing that big name in the room. You know, and a guy who can score. We need yeah. that. We need we. You know, we'll take Stammer. Hell, bring him to the beach. Yeah. At what time are you gonna start sliding these assets around and and start building a real hockey team though? Yeah. Listen, Pat Fabrique, uh, you know, what, what's he going to do with Cam Fowler? What's he going to do with Gibby? What's he going to do with Gibby? I don't know. Gibby's checked out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gibby. He's Gibby's checked, checked out. Uh, he's, he's too good to be here. Yeah. Rumor mill, baby. You never know. Stammer out here. Stammer, come on out, fella. Nice little place here in Newport Beach. Uh, DraftKings, baby. Up dog. The Saturday night lock. Of the week presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code Curfew Kings, fella. Because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Night. I won last week with my boy Tampa against Killer. Yeah, 5 1. That was a big one. I had I had Ottawa over the Sharks. Listen, you brought up Vladimir Tarasenko earlier. 4-3. Puck's just inside the blue line. Vladdy. One of the worst attempts I've ever seen anyone to get this puck out up, dog. Yeah, I know. He, like, he just went like this. Like that? Kind of flung it. Right to the D. Boom, boom. Goal. Ties it up 4-4. I, I was writing on our notes. Tarasenko, milk carton. Comes back, <laughs> comes back over the boards. Batherson, Brady... Sanderson, Tarasenko, they have a great shift. Scores the game-winning goal with 3.3 seconds. So, Vladdy, I took you off the milk carton, fella. Uh, I'm 7-3. Updog is 6-2. and two. To the fellas out there that are we're, we're officially making you money, by the way, uh, If I want to tell you guys this. If you look at these bets and, and it's minus 380 or minus 350 and you don't – I get it. First of all, I would say give your balls a tug. Second of all, put it in a little two-team parlay. Two-team parlay – it's going to bring your odds way down. You're, most times you're going to get even money. Sometimes you'll get even more. You know, you'll get like 100 to win 125. So when me and Updog give you these locks, if you're a little timid at the minus three and up, put them in a little two-team parlay on DraftKings. It'll uh, it'll even them out. So uh, Updog, yeah. go ahead, fella. Battle of Alberta, Edmonton Oilers, Saturday night at the Calgary Flames. I am taking Connor McDavid. And Leon Dreisaitl to win, which is a huge game. Huge game. They'll be going for, I don't know, they play tonight, maybe 13-0 and at the time. But uh, Saddledome, you know, dress warm because there's going to be some fire lit in there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah there is. Good. good game. Uh, no battle of Alberta. Listen, I should take the Boston Bruins against the Montreal Canadiens. I should. I'm not going to because I used to play in this game. And this game was the best game as a Vancouver Canuck. The Leafs come to town, and it's a 4 o'clock start on a Saturday, and you always had Sunday off. So I was at, I was fucking in one by about 9 o'clock. <laughs> I was in one by about 9 o'clock. Rick talking to the Vancouver Canucks at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is my lock of the night. So Vancouver and Edmonton. A couple good Western Canadians. Yeah, I, I agree. Fella, top titty. Shout top out to titty. the winner. M dash Bono dash 18. Guy already hit me up. Guys from St. Louis. Loves Good. the up dog. Nice. Lives right beside OB Clark's. Come on. Yeah. Loves it. Says Send we him a hat and a tee. Already there. It's on your way, fella. So congratulations. Rep that at OB Clark's for the boys. I was in the cash. Buttery tea. 
13. 166 points he had. He had Stammer and Kucherov for his two guns. Wow. Uh, Updog, that a baby, 123. Maxi, uh, 26. Myself, 34th. Brento, off week for the captain. And then Princey, all the way down there at 46. But Princey's got a lot on his play. I'm going to let him slide on that one. But what was your secret, bud? 13th. I told you, buddy. This was my secret. I took the second-tier guys. I loaded up on, and I'll share this with you in a second. Fella. I told you, I went with the second-tier guys. Nugent Hopkins, Fogel, McLeod. He was ice cold, didn't get me one. Bouchard, 27 points. Victor Hedman. I had Skinner, and I had Nick Paul, who got me 14 points. So, like, right there. Again, you're not picking crazy guys. Uh, I had Dreisaitl. He got me 24. Um, You got to pick the second-tier guys and stack them. Stack Stack the guys that get the second power play minutes. Hopefully, they get two. Get a good solid D man, you know. Goalie's important. They cost eight grand though. They're they're you know, eight grand. How much do they cost? I took I took Ike. Ike didn't even play. Ike didn't play. How much do goalies cost up? They cost about eight thousand bucks. Yeah. Tricky. Depending. I mean, there's yeah. other ones, but if you want one of the big eight boys, grand, right? I took Ike. He didn't play. That stings. And then I took the fact daddy at home against the. I should have known. Preds Islanders, fucking low scoring game. There was one goal till about four minutes left in that game. Two points. Hey, JVR had it for me. Weegsy, baby. I always take the guys I know ups. Maybe that's my problem. Fellas, come on, boys. Come on, boys. Man, I hear you. Hey, get in there. Top titty. Uh, It's still not selling out. We would love to sell that out. A thousand U.S. dollars up for grabs. Winner gets a nice T-shirt and a hat. Uh, Updog's starting to feel it. So get in there and take on the fellas. Uppy, we got Jackie Redman, uh, the first lady of Mr. Curfew and the first lady of NHL hockey. Talk about her new show. Talk some wrestling. Jackie Redmond coming at you, fellas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog. My man. This girl, she's everywhere, fella. She, she, we, we, we slid her in. She's about to catch a flight to God knows where. Uh, the first lady of Mr. Curfew, WWE, and now she's got her own show on NHL YouTube, the Jackie Redman Show. Redman, what's up? Welcome to Missing Curfew again. Hi guys, it's been a minute. Happy New Year, all of the things. Super excited to catch up with you guys. It's been it's been too long. Yeah, it has been too long. And listen, <laughs> we we miss first of all, we miss our weekly segments that we did with you and EJ. We we definitely miss that. I do keep my eye on EJ, uh, and LG's killing it at the NHL Network. But talk about your new show. Uh, I was fired up to see it. Uh, how's it going? Is it just Jackie Redmond all the time, or what's it about? No, thankfully it's not It's not all me all the time. That would be just way too much pressure. But uh, what I love about this show is it's an opportunity um, to do more interviews, which I've, I've been in studio for the majority of my career, and I've, I got to do some interviews on NHL now, but this is all about the guests and kind of talking to people that love the game, that are in the game, that are outside the game, celebrities, WWE superstars, whatever the case may be. So we're trying to just drive this show with passion and personality and hope that it resonates with current hockey fans, but also maybe some new hockey fans too. So uh, that's what it's about. It's super exciting and also terrifying. 
<laughs> I bet. So whose idea was this? Was this something you always had kind of in the works or, uh, you know, is it your executive producer there, Matt Nicholson's idea? Because he made us feel like we finally hit it when we had to introduce Walker Hayes at the NHL yes. outdoor game. I was freaked out, yeah. by the way, but we, we did a great job. Yeah, we did a great job. You, but, but is this something that you had in mind? Because I feel like this is the perfect fit for you with, with hockey and for fans out there. Well, I appreciate that. I don't think that I ever imagined or thought I would have like a, a Jackie Redmond show, a show with my name in the title. Um, nothing like that ever. But it is the kind of show that I think I always wished I could be a part of or wished maybe already existed in some capacity. Um, so for that, I think it's been in my DNA for a long time to try to just have fun and, and mix hockey with entertainment and and talk to celebrities and people outside of the game to kind of show people, you know, how great our game really is. Um, but it wasn't my idea. I can't take credit for it. Um, the league came to me in the summertime, wanted to do something different, wanted to do something cool, um, take some risks. And it wasn't originally going to be called the Jackie Redmond show. Uh, but I guess it was meant to be, this is where we ended up. And, and when they offered it, I said, well, I mean, does anybody say no to having their own show with their name in the title? I don't know. That would maybe be silly to say no to. So um, I'm excited for the challenge, and it is a challenge, right? Um, so we will see. But we just wrapped up episode two. We're in the studio right now. You can kind of see the the logo. Yeah. I've got like this Zoom camera kind of moves around with me, which is interesting. But um, we have a we have a lot of great guests on episode two, which I'm very excited for. One of which is CM Punk, who is a massive deal and a huge Hawks fan. Yeah, listen, the, the the name is awesome. I love the artwork. You know, the outline great of you colors. back there. I like the artwork with the, like who did all of that because listen, Updog came up with the name Missing Curfew for us. We did all our artwork ourselves. Like, did you come up with that artwork back there? Because it looks National League, Jackie. I, you know what, all the kudos goes to the team behind the scenes here at NHL. I truly had nothing to do with it. Um, they did ask me to send in some pictures and kind of told me what the concept was going to be in terms of the silhouette. But in terms of the design, the artwork, the colors, everything, I had nothing to do with it. I can take no credit. It looks good, though. Hey, boys. Yeah, it's yeah. The I, mean, I think you got to make some merchandise, Redmond. You got to make some sick <laughs> swag with that on there. Yeah, we. I, you know what? We should make some merchandise. We can help you out with that. You need to be my agent. We, we can help you out with that, Jackie. We got you. We got you. I love that the blue light though. It looks like a yeah. like a Star it Wars. It reminds me of like being at Omni on Vegas or something. Hey, eh? that's remember up when you're at the nightclub and yeah. that blue light in your eye. That's what it reminds me. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, so, Jackie, I would like to bring up um, the Winter Classic. We just had the Winter Classic in Seattle. TNT did a great job up there. What was it like for you? How many of those now have you done? And, uh, you know, would you say it was success? It was a success. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a great success. I mean, the ballpark looked absolutely gorgeous. I thought the scenery was great. The game was good. I love that we had such a great storyline with the shutout and the making history and Seattle kind of finding, you know, continuing their momentum um, into the new year. I thought we had a lot of good stuff going on. Um, and then it's, you know, I love the Winter Classic. I've done, I think, six of the last seven something like that. I missed the winter classic in Minnesota a couple years ago. Cause I had COVID I was supposed to be there. It was 
absolutely freezing though. I remember Jamie Hirsch told me her eyelashes froze shut. So I was okay missing that one. <laughs> um, but I do like, you know, it's so funny. I obviously work for the league. So sometimes people think I just say things to placate the league, but I really do love the winter classic. I love being there. And I think it really is, you know, made for the people that are in attendance. I, I just love hockey at a ballpark or on a football field or, or wherever it may be, because I think it's just a unique experience. So I had a great time. I love seeing everybody in hockey that covers hockey. It's, it's great. It's like going back to school, you know? You know what, Jackie? I, it did look great on television. It made me want to have a hot dog. I wanted to have a hot dog when I saw it. Like, I wish I was there to grab a hot dog. You, you looked great. The TNT crew did an absolute great job, and it is a great live event. It's a great live event. But I have to disagree with you that I think it sucks on TV, and I thought the game was was just brutal. I thought the ice was sticky. I thought the ice was slow. So, like, I get it when you're there. I've never yeah, been to one. when you're there, it's so different. But on it's, TV, we're talking about it's TV. It's so different I know, when you're there. TV, but, but what we're no, doing. We, we're trying to sell we're it on offering, TV. I know we're trying to sell it on TV. I know. And we're competing January 1st with the Rose Bowl and all these bowl games. But – when you're there, it's more of the, it's like going to a festival, right? Like, okay, festival, you don't really, it's not it's like, not going like to Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo, but yeah. Okay, not like Bonnaroo, no. Yeah. But for fans that get to experience a full day and full weekend of hockey, of NHL hockey, outside of just an NHL rank, 82 games, this is like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an event. So Jackie being there and all the NHL, you know, the execs that are there, this is their, this is their baby to give back to the fans who all come with the kids outside and experience what like outdoor hockey is supposed to be like, which you and I can appreciate because that's what we learned learn to play hockey. No, I, I get that it's a great live event. Uh, TV but but, but Jackie, we're trying yes. to sell the game on television so we can all make a little more Ched Ched. You know what I mean? We're trying to make <laughs> it look better on TV here. Here's the thing though too, right? Like think about this from like a marketing of the game standpoint. When you're playing at the Mariners ballpark or you're playing at Fenway, you start to intersect, right? The NHL with Major League Baseball and you start to see different types of celebrities come out to the games. I mean, Edgar Martinez was at this hockey game. He was doing media talking about hockey. And so people that love Edgar Martinez or love baseball are gonna tune into those interviews or tune into that stuff because they're a fan of him or they're a fan of Isaiah Thomas or, or Marshawn Lynch or whatever it might be. And so even just having those people, those sports celebrities in Seattle coming to the game and amplifying the event that specifically, I think does have the ability to bring new fans into the game that might not otherwise be there or be exposed to it. So I do think there's little things that happen that we don't always think about outside of the actual hockey game happening on the ice that go a long way in bringing new people to the sport. I mean, one of the most viral clips from the weekend was uh, Isaiah Thomas being like, Gretzky knows who I am. This is wild. He's like Michael Jordan. Like him saying that is great. And, and people that aren't necessarily hockey fans would have seen that clip because it went viral uh, from somebody that isn't a part of our sport. I should have known she'd have a rebundal for me. I, yeah. I, I, I should have known, known that. Like I wasn't just going to like be able to zing one here because that's, those are great points. And Marshawn Lynch being there. I, I, yeah. I love beast mode Skittles. I love that guy. So, Jackie, you're, you're right. From Cross that perspective, promotion. that helps grow the game. great for the, the game. The game sucked, yeah. though. I don't care what anyone said. The game, well, I could have played in that game. He just doesn't like the Kraken. It's it, he's, the Kraken <laughs> has stung him so many times. It still you goes back to last year's playoffs. What's your beef? I mean, they, no live. they knocked my avalanche out of the playoffs last year. They, they always cost me money. I, I Listen, I love, I love the fans of Seattle. Um, how was the city? Uppy's been up there. I haven't been up there. Did you love, Was that your first time in the city, or have you been there before with TNT? 
I've been there before with TNT, but I've never really experienced the city. And to be honest with you, I didn't experience a lot of the city this time either. Like I did not do a good job of getting out. I didn't even see the Space Needle. Like my husband came, Emmett came out, a couple of our friends came out that live in California and Huntington Beach. So they were like somewhat close and they got to do that stuff. But I was legit at the ballpark three days in a row shooting for this show and um, working. So I only really saw the ballpark, which is actually a little sad now that I think about it. Like I really should have done a better job of creating some space and time to go see some stuff. So I, I guess I have to go back. Yeah, you, you got to get on the Upshaw program, all right? He doesn't. He doesn't see the <laughs> inside. Of, he, he doesn't see the inside of his light. hotel room, coffee or shops, restaurants. He's like, Upshaw, how pubs. was the, how was the bed? Ah, yeah. uh, like, I don't know. Oops, I slept for two hours last night. But I'll tell you what: coffee shops, restaurant, museums, and it's great. It's great. But hey, Jackie, uh, you're a good Ontario gal. Uh, the All Star Game is coming to the Big Smoke, Toronto. Uh, first yeah. of all, are you going to be there? And second of all, if you are, we're having a shaker on the Friday night at Park. Uh, you're invited, bring whoever you want. Are you going to Toronto for the All-Star Weekend or what? I am. I just uh, made that official today, actually. So I am expected to be in uh, TO, a place that I spent, I don't know, seven years of, of the beginning of my career. So uh, it'll be fun to go back. Every time I'm in Toronto, though, I'm like, I don't know this city anymore. I don't know these new places and what's going on. So uh, you guys will have to let me know because I don't know what's what there anymore. I really don't. Well, we got you locked and loaded for yeah, Friday yeah. night. Don't worry, our party's coming together nicely. I hope you like Crown. <laughs> I hope you like Crown Royal, Redmond. I hope your husband Abbott likes Crown Royal because it's going to be flowing. I'm. You know what? I'm doing 75 hard right now. I did it a couple years ago. I'm doing it again. So uh, wow. I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the. I'm on the aqua, agua, wow. whatever. What I'm on the water. What yeah. day are you on? What day? 75 I used to go 75 days. days hard the other way, though. I'd go the other way. Let's go 75. Yeah, ups. yeah you go on a 75 bender, 75-day bender. Um, I, since January 2nd, so January 1st after the Winter Classic, I did enjoy some vino with friends and with the TNT crew, um, but since the 2nd. So I'm very, it's in its infancy, really. I mean, it is just getting started. I wonder how the show is going to change on like day 60 for the Jackie Redmond show. Yeah, day you're going to be snapping on people. Hey, what's going on? Move the camera. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? My skin's going to look great. I'm going to be glowing. I'm going to be fit. It's going to be wonderful. Very true. Very hey, Redmond, you can still come to the party even though you're not drinking. I mean, I'm not thrilled about that, but you're still invited. Listen, I like to think that I am still decent company even without adult beverages always always absolutely so while on the toronto train big news this weekend or yesterday william nylander signs his eight-year 92 million dollar ticket your thoughts i know you're a leafs girl diehard leafs girl uh this kid's yeah. a stud i mean he's got all the swag in the league now he's getting paid like one um your thoughts is toronto is this what they needed to do um brad tree leaving seemed to think seems to think so what are your thoughts well, I will say that William Nylander has absolutely earned his money. Like, pay that man his money. I get it. I can totally understand why William Nylander wants to get paid, thinks that he is owed maybe a little something, something from the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I always preface this with that. It's not about William Nylander for me. William Nylander deserves all that money. He's been awesome. Um, but for the Leafs, does it make sense now and in the future? I think that's a question that we don't know the answer to right now because we have to see how it plays out. The problem for me 
is that we have now been watching this Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner era for what, eight years, whatever it's been. And the same problems that existed five years ago exist today. They don't necessarily have a, a top tier upper echelon goaltender, right? The goal, goaltending position has been at the very least a concern, even when you have guys like Marty Jones coming in and I'm very happy for him, you know, giving the Leafs kind of the, the quality goaltending starts that they need, but can he take them through the rigors of a four round Stanley cup playoffs? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. And what happens if he can? And Joseph Wall is somebody that I think is great, but, you know, can he stay healthy? Will he be able to handle the, the workload of an entire season and the pressure that comes with being a goaltender for the Maple Leafs in the playoffs? And I haven't even started talking about the blue line yet. Like, we have been saying they need to shore up the blue line forever, what feels like forever. So how do you do that after this season when you have all this money locked up in, in four players. And I know everyone talks about John Tavares, you know, and his number changing, but the fact remains that they're investing all of their money into the same four players, three, four players for a long time and hoping that it pays off when, when really they they've won one playoff series. So at some point, I think you have to acknowledge that maybe just maybe having four absolute studs is not enough you know that's just i i just think that aren't we there aren't we there with yeah. the sean maple yeah. leafs yeah we are you know 100 percent. I, I agree and like you said only time will tell but i will say one thing about william nylander with those 92 bananas his wardrobe's gonna get a lot better and i don't know wwe redmond what's going on your wardrobe is is sick what's going did they give you your gear i listen i'm a fan I, I see what's going on let's talk about that wwe wardrobe have they just give you the amex and say go buck diddy or what listen i am very proud to say that i dress myself for better or worse um for all of my gigs so when people don't like my oversized blazer pantsuits on tnt beat it all right i picked those myself if you don't like what I'm wearing for WWE because you think it's too fancy, let's say, you can beat it too, all right? I'm living my life. Yeah. I'm having fun. And, you know, the great thing about WWE when it comes to fashion is that, you know, it's like anything goes, right? Like, you don't have to save your sequins for New Year's Eve. You can wear sequins in the middle of July if you want. I, I might wear sequins at the end of the month at the Royal Rumble in Tampa. I mean, it's a big deal. It's the Royal freaking Rumble. I might have to break out some feathers or sequins or something. And I love that about WWE that, <laughs> you know, you can kind of play dress up a little bit. So that's been fun. And I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to bring my cool girl fashion sense to the, to the forefront. That's the, that's the vibe I'm going for. Like cool girl, you know? Yeah. Listen, I, I think you're killing it. Me and the updog <laughs> have both commented since she made the switch to WWE. Yeah, Updog's a very fashionable guy. I used to be pretty fashionable, but listen, I think, I think you're killing it. Um, let's talk Royal rumble though. I used to love the rumble. I used to like the first guy that yes. came in. I'm like, I hope that first guy could win, you know, yeah. like DraftKings, you'd be like plus, 5,000 or something, right? But, like, what's going on with the Rumble? Is there any chance the first guy could still win? Like, I, I used to pull for that guy every time. Listen, there's always a chance someone could go, let's call it, like, wire to wire yeah. or whatever. Whatever. There, there, there's always a chance. Um, but I don't think that's what's going to happen this year. I don't know what to expect. I mean, WWE 
has been an absolute roller coaster the last few months in the in the best way possible. I mean, we've got Cody Rhodes, who is an unbelievable star, kind of trying to accomplish his dream, his family's dream uh, of winning a, a championship. And then you got CM Punk of all people. You know, the cult of personality returns. I mean, hell has frozen over. He is back. He's trying to main event WrestleMania. You got The Rock showing up, calling out Roman Reigns and the bloodline. I mean, it is it is a star-studded room in w a ring, I guess I should say, for WWE right now. And you know what? It's getting a little bit too stuffy. Like, it's getting a little bit crowded. And at some point, like, which of these superstars is going to be the one that rises to the top. So, and, and like, I mean, where's Brock Lesnar? What's Brock Lesnar doing right now? <laughs> Probably where's working out. I, I love how she, I love how she talks about like, girls. she's perfect for the WWE. Cause she's got me wondering where is Brock Lesnar? Yeah. You know, where yeah. is Brock? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like you expect the unexpected at the Royal Rumble. You never know who's going to come out. You never know who might show up. So I love it for that reason. It's the best, like the Royal Rumble is the best PLE for social gatherings and parties because you can have a pool, right? Everybody throws some money in or whatever you want to do and everybody draws a number when they get to the party and then whoever's number actually wins, wins the pot. So it like gives you like a, a stake in the, in the action. And so you're all watching this rumble together and you're waiting and it's like the countdown's happening and the buzzer goes off and you have number 12 and you're like, who, who's going to come out and number 12? Like, who am I rooting for? And then like, Brock Lesnar shows up and you're like, F yeah, like this is my guy. And everybody's rooting for their individual numbers and superstars. I used to love Royal Rumble parties. I'll be at the Royal Rumble working, but if I wasn't, I'd be trying to organize my own Royal Rumble party yeah. so that we could all just fight over who should win and, <laughs> and have some fun bets. We might have to do a Mr. Curfew Drask Kings Royal Rumble countdown or something. Do but it. Hey, the, Rum the Rumble's in Tampa. What about like a surprise guest by John Cooper where Coop comes out and hits somebody with a chair or something? Hey, eh? like I bet you Coop would be down for that. Like yeah. here comes John Cooper. Or you oh, have, he hits the rock over the head with the chair. Yeah, and the or rock you could have Edmund, this the crazy Viking, come yeah. out. Just... Imagine Coop coming out though with the steel chair and somebody. That'd be if Pat Maroon was there, I'd be like, get Pat totally. Maroon there. Do a collaboration with Pat Maroon. Get him into WWE. I mean, you see Pat McAfee is done in WWE, right? Like the crossover potential is amazing. Um, and I, I love that stuff. I find it super inspiring. So you never know. You never know. Amazing. Yeah, me and the up, hey, me and, there's a women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. I, you don't know. I, you don't know. Maybe, Jackie, maybe I've entered. Maybe I've, been, I've entered. By the way, I've been waiting for you to throw your hat in the ring a little bit. I follow you on Instagram. I check in on the Monday Night Raw. I'm waiting for you to come in with a steel chair and clobber somebody or something. here. I want you in the squared circle. Well, listen, I don't know if you've noticed, but Nia Jax, who has been on my Instagram a few times, like she, you know, I don't, I am not one to normally call people out or name names in interviews and, and air dirty laundry, but Nia Jax has really honestly just been really mean to me. And it's <laughs> like, she's fresh out of the movie Mean Girls. She doesn't let me sit with her. She's rude. She yells at me when I'm not even talking to her. Like I've kind of had enough. Oh yeah. It's not right. It's not right. It's... She's mean. Bully. I, see, there's the hockey Feud's girl. Boiling. There's the hockey girl, the Redmond, coming boiling. out. Let's go. Tune in. Hey, Jackie, we could do this all day with you. We know you're busy. Uh, we miss you. Uh, great seeing you. Where can we see the Jackie Redmond on YouTube? When does it air? What days? Tell the fellas. 
Okay, so you can see it on the NHL's YouTube channel. I will obviously promote the heck out of it when it drops on my own Instagram because I am a shameless self-promoter. Um, but it originally was going to be on Fridays. We're trying to get this week's episode out on Thursday um, because we got CM Punk and he's a huge deal. So uh, we're going to try to get that out Thursday. But if not, it'll be Friday. Just pay attention to my social media. You won't be able to miss it. Love it. Jackie, oh. thank, thank you so much for taking the time. Keep killing it. And we'll see you in Toronto. We'll sell you the info for the party. It's going to be a time. We'll get the waters ready for it. you. Yeah, get the one. Then make sure you have a two four zero water bottles uh, just for me. Uh, I'll see you guys there. Thanks for having me. Uh, I miss you guys.